you know, one of the things about doing this type of work, uh, uh, it, it's, you put in a lot of time for, for the money and the money you get down to it is, is, you know, I could do just as well out hauling regular freight, but I get to, to, when I hand somebody a, a case of water or carry it to their car, I can give them a hug and offer to pray for them. Uh, you know, just some words of encouragement to some people. It, it is, a uh, uh, it draws a lot of folks together when you're at some of these distribution centers, you know, and, and, uh, we're, we're mm-hmm. everyday people are coming to get supplies, you know, and get stuff. Um, I remember being down to Florida one year in particular, um, the sheriff department, they were unloading the trailer, handing water out people in line. I just went out in the street and was helping one of the national guard fellas direct traffic. And I remember this, this old fellow, and he had a cane, and I say, old fella, he was 70s, late 70s, and uh, he'd went over by the line, and then pretty soon he'd come back, and I said, uh, what, what's the matter? Uh, you know, you're empty-handed. He said, I can't carry what they have. And there was three young fellas, you know, britches hanging off their hips still, you know, and I said, hey, I just walked over to him. I said, hey, guys. Could you give this gentleman a hand? I, you know, he can't. He can't carry anything. I said, I, and I, I said, right. I'll tell you what. Don't worry about the line. I'll bring you around the other side. I said, and I asked the gentleman. I said, what do you need? We went around, cut the line. Well, hurts, okay. Those <laughs> fellows carried that stuff and took him to the man's car, and okay. he shook their hands. I get choked up thinking about it, but he shook their hands, and I thought, you know. These young guys could have blew me off, you know, but people helping people, you know, kind of like what's happening on the news. That's quite a story there from owner operator Bill Ader, least Landstar. He's participated in 14 or 15 hurricane relief efforts over as many years with the Florida headquartered, all owner operated fleet. In this Overdrive Radio podcast, we'll be hearing from Hader about some of that history, as well as his involvement in South Texas, hauling FEMA lows at the site of the most recent storm, calamitous Hurricane Harvey. This time, the weather has hit fairly close to home for the Fort Worth-based owner-operator. After the storm made landfall Friday last week during the Great American Trucking Show in Dallas, Hader got a call from one of the Landstar agents he's worked with on past relief efforts. He and a friend... Owner-operator James Kelly, based near Shreveport, staged originally out of an Air Force facility in Seguin, then down in Beeville, Texas, from which he's been hauling relief loads this week. Our hearts and minds are with the people in the affected areas this week, no doubt. Several truckers, led by Flippin' Arkansas-based Bill Weaver and owner-operator George Parker, put together a special Truckers for Texas event that will take place online at a Facebook page this Saturday, intended to raise money for local relief efforts. It involves a variety of live online mini-desk concerts, if you will, by trucker-singer-songwriter Tony Justice, Weaver, Jane Denham, and a variety of others. Find information about it on my colleague Wendy Parker's blog at overdriveonline.com slash Wendy. Now, back to my talk with Bill Hader, recorded Tuesday, August 29th. We were going to bobtail uh, uh, down here to, to Beeville, Texas, uh, where they've set up a, a center at an old airstrip. And um, 
Somebody jumped the gun, and we had to turn around and go back last night and uh, get a loaded trailer. I, I picked up a, a trailer load of water, bottled water of some sort. Don't know whether it's gallons or, or you know, small bottles. Mm -hmm. And uh, left to bring it down here, and we're now waiting for the state to come in to tell us where we're going. And it looks like the, there's, oh, there's approximately, oh, 50 to 75 trucks at this location right now. And okay. uh, uh, we're going to be, there's there's water, there's MREs, probably tarps or tents and stuff. They usually, that kind of thing comes down. And uh, I was told that we are going to be running out of Beeville, Texas here and going to be in support of uh, uh, Rockport, Texas, and okay. Aransas, uh, Port Aransas that got hit hardest. I guess Corpus didn't get hit just a hair north of there. So okay. um, looks like we won't be going towards, can't get into Houston at all. It's it's still raining cats and dogs up there. Nope. So, but we are uh, yeah. disconnected from our trailers and, and setting back to wait and see you know what's issued and who needs what where and then that's when we will go down to those uh facilities be it churches or uh shelters or something like mm -hmm. that well that's great um yeah so that that would be the first um the first delivery you've made in this uh, particular mission here yes yeah yeah everything and, uh, has to funnel down through channels you know uh Yep. As usual, uh, one asks for one, and okay, we got this, and then it, it goes up and down. That's why, until it gets wound up, there's there's pretty much chaos. Our the uh, uh, Seguin location had been up for about three days, and there wasn't even uh, I think there was two porta potties out there for hundreds of trucks. Um, there wasn't even any dumpsters, you know. I had, take our trash with us and we stopped at the truck stop and, and got rid of our, our garbage on the way down here. Yeah, it's all very interesting. How, you know, when you do these kinds of uh, moves, uh, I think you were telling me last night that it could be uh, uh, 30 days uh, that you're dedicated to it. Is uh, How's it uh, looking so far on this one? I'd because they're just getting started, you know, they wanted commitments. Land, they, the, the Landstar agency wanted commitments, you know, so they don't have to go and, and be replacing somebody all the time. Okay. Uh, myself and, and James, we've, you know, not our first rodeo here. So we knew that be uh, prepared with, with groceries and water and uh Later on tonight, I'll be taking a gallon of water out beside my truck and, and rinsing down because there's no facilities here. Uh, we do have a restroom yeah. in, a, in a hangar, so we, we've got that here at least. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's a plan ahead type thing because we're, not, not, we're real close to the hangar. <laughs> but uh, that's just the way it goes with these. Uh, sometimes you get into a one that as it is more established you know and time goes on then they bring in i have been on hurricanes where my goodness the uh, the forest service has been it's been catered um we'd had showers or uh in the case when we was at camp beauregard 
uh, we used military uh, the, the shower rooms, and uh, you know it, it wasn't too bad a deal. But boy, when you first start out and first go in, you better be really self-sufficient. And you have probably got there. You probably got there particularly early on this one because you are uh, in the area. Uh, I think yes, yes, Ward, I did. Right? Yep. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, and that's probably one of the reasons I I got a phone call that uh, mm -hmm. the agents are able to look and see who's close and and when you're known to some of them, they okay, he's done this before. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's a matter of. Just taking the initiative, uh, you know, there's some common sense things that come into play that, you know, you, you don't drive off into grass, for instance, uh, uh, because it has just rained feet of water and it won't support your truck. <laughs> and the record bill is astronomical and put by you sure. because you should know better, you know. Yeah, these these locations, uh, once they get up and running, they turn into a small city. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of the the ones we've been on, uh, I remember down in Florida being in, in Pensacola, it's awfully field. Um, they actually went and built a city with trailers. Uh, this was back in one of the four that hit in 05 in Florida. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> man, that was... Uh, I mean, they put telephone poles in the ground and run electricity, and I, it was a small city. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow. And that was a, that must have been a busy year down there. Uh, did you spend most of the season out there? Oh four, there was four hurricanes. Oh five, there was four hurricanes. Uh, it kind of got to be old hat. You 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 pull up to <laughs> out there at Lackland Airport, or not Lackland, uh, Lakeland, Florida, at the airport we were staged at one corner of it i mean it's like old home week you know hey how you been <laughs> you know <laughs> uh yeah and i was just talking to a buddy of mine this morning that that is his quit trucking and, and chris was saying uh or remember when he was down there we'd wait till the evening because it was so humid and it always rains in florida in the evening you know towards the evening yeah and we'd be out there with her with her shorts and and her bathing suit and a bar of soap and and getting the the day's sweat off you right and and that's all well and good till you realize that wow that flash of light was really close <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's like okay i'm out in the middle of a of, of a runway and, <laughs> and there's lightning <laughs> yeah it's like run <laughs> Get back closer to the truck because you can get dried off really quick with a lightning bolt. <laughs> Ada runs solo in a 2000 Freightliner FLD he talks a little more about shortly. For a hurricane relief mission particularly, as we'll see, space inside the unit is at a premium. I've got a multifunction printer copier in the truck because when I pull permit loads or, you know, I have to have or stuff like this, you have to have paperwork to download and print. And uh, sure. many, of, many of these guys, I've used up almost a ream of paper already just printing stuff for other fellas. Um, so, gotcha. um, but I have got, oh my goodness, cases of water, gallons of water, food. Sure. I wouldn't have room for another human being in here <laughs> because Tell you just got to be ready. Right, right. 
Tell me about your truck. What, what is it? I have got a um, 2000 model built in 99 uh, Freightliner FLD 120 that I have owned for 13 years. You have a Detroit in it? Got a Detroit in it. Yeah, I got a a million eight hundred thousand on the truck. I got about a million two on the uh, on the engine. (laughs) No, this is the engine that came in it. This truck was built in April of '99. Okay, you rebuilt, uh, overhauled the engine, I guess. Yeah, at about uh, uh, seven hundred fifty thousand. I just I put uh, uh, six pistons and liners in it. I didn't replace the head on it until a couple years ago. <laughs> okay. So it's just been a fabulous engine. Everybody Good talks deal. about the new fuel mileage with these newer engines, and I get seven, seven and a half with this. <laughs> Probably keep you out of yeah. ELDs if you wanted to or could, too. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it did keep me out of it because it was. This isn't a glider kit. It was at the engine yeah. and the whole truck was built in April of '99. So right. uh, I am exempt for that. Which, right. you know, I'm just uh, I'm old enough. To, I don't. Everybody says, "Well, you don't want one because you cheat on your log." No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, just kind of the idea with me. It's I'm just, old. yeah, I mean, why change? Yeah, don't have to. Yeah. I still do my sure. paperwork by hand, and I don't use the computer to do my my uh, logs or fuel reports or anything. I can still, I have handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people yeah. don't, as I have found, we sign this. Wow, what's your name? Let me print it on here. <laughs> Um, how many hurricanes have you uh, worked here? I think you said you started out in uh, 2003 was when you started with Landstar, and that's when the first year you start you, you worked one of these emergency uh, operations. Yes, Hurricane Isabel up there on the, the hit there in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, okay. And I, I had to look on my desk pad. I got the names of them down, and I am. This is either number 14 or number 15. Okay. <laughs> One a year or so, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we went so many years without any. The Florida ones, it was eight of them in two years kind of bumped it up. Yeah. But, uh, I have a hard enough time remembering all my grandkids' names when they're all together, <laughs> let alone 15 hurricanes. You've <laughs> <laughs> sure. obviously been, been an owner-operator quite a long time. Were you? Um, what, what were you doing before you came to Landstar? Were you running for a different company or different um, – Run as a company driver or what? I had my own authority. Yeah, for about seven years. Um, I did work for American Freightways for three and a half years, and uh, I got tired of being XO82. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I said, okay, I'll just take all this overtime I've been forced to do, and I bought a truck. <laughs> went back to okay. went back to working for myself. I get along better with me that way. Kathy just my wife says I don't play well with others. That's not true. They do it my way. We don't have a problem at all. And so you um so you did that. You had your authority there for uh said seven years, and you came to Landstar in t- t- uh, t- two thousand three. Yeah, oh three March of oh three. 
why uh, why did you make the the switch there? Taking back to, to be it. perfectly honest, um, I hauled a lot of Landstar freight that I got off of the the dat boards and the truck stops at the time, and and uh, right. Um, I just it, it to me it is just like having your own authority. Only you don't have to beg people to pay you when you've done hauling your freight. I get my check every week. I just have to turn right. my bills in, which I had to do anyway. But none of this waiting thirty days or paying extra to get paid, you know, in a couple of days. And sure. uh, I like the the folks that I had been talking to, and you know, I knew where. Then I knew where I, I transitioned very easily, you know, because yeah. I've always been self motivated, and you know, I just called them up and, hey, this bill is Ader Trucking. By the way, I have a blue star on my truck now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're still talking uh, to the same people you've been talking to before. Some of the agents there, yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. So it, yeah. you know, it was it was pretty smooth transition, you know. Um, sure. But it's it's kind of tough for some of the the fellas just starting out, if, especially if you just just like my truck. I have a place at the house. I crawl under my truck all the time, looking for things it might break because right. if I could fix it there, then I'm not fixing it on the shoulder of the road with ants crawling all over me, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. that broke down. So yeah. I And I also have this, this uh, always in the back of my mind that, okay, if I let that go and it lets me down, that could cost me three, $4,000 because that's about what a record bill would cost if I'm off running the U S highway somewhere, which I, prefer to do over the freeways yeah i've uh talked to a guy the other day was telling me he uh he, he did the same kind of things so he tried to sort of stay away from the the big roots if he had the time and uh well i figure that that the speed limits are the way i run personally i only run 60 63 mile an hour anyway yep so what difference does it make if i'm doing it on on a two lane U.S. Highway or Texas, the farm market roads are, you know, speed limit on those things are 75 mile an hour in most places. But that's all I'm going to run anyway. So, hey, I don't have no racing going on, no everybody in a hurry. I'm out there looking, not having to take blood pressure medicine because I'm looking at cows and old cars and barns. <laughs> it's just no stress. Much. I like it. I, 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 that's, yeah, I, I, I would rather do, um, I'd rather do that than, than get out there and just, to me, the, the interstate's the rat race, you know? And I attribute, I attribute my million mile status with Landstar and, and my, my, my goodness, I hadn't been involved in a, uh, well, I did have a lady run into me a couple of years ago and aside, uh, we we're mm -hmm. both going in the same direction, but can't stop that. But, you know, right. Just when you're not out there um, in that kind of environment, you know, all you got to really do is watch what's maybe somebody on a country road running a stop sign or something, you know, right? or a cow or a deer at night. But uh, uh, I don't know. You plan ahead and your fuel and I just put the rate, put my XM on and kick back and down the road I go. <laughs> when you are... Uh familiar with kind of how the Landstar system works generally, but 
Yeah, when you get when you get put out on one of these situations where you're, you're kind of making this a little bit more of a long term commitment, are you still just getting uh, um, uh, getting paid by the load kind of thing, or are you um, you know is it um, kind of something that that they're sort of paying you by for the amount of time you're out there, or how does it work? Yes, the amount of time we are uh, most of these uh, the shuttle. Okay, like I am on right now, what they call the shuttles, okay, yeah. uh, which we have to be available 24-7. Um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, we are on what they call day rate. Okay. okay, now some of the FEMA stuff that is moved by agents, you know, it's, it's a one-way deal, whether it is a tow-away or, you know, something. That, yeah. But this, we are on a, a <clears throat> excuse me, a day rate. Um, yep. You know, some days you might, sit and put five miles on the truck and then the next day you're like wow can i take a two-hour nap please <laughs> you know yeah i mean it, it pays the same so you have to yep. be willing going into it that's what yep. i said earlier about it. it's not all about the money yeah because um you know i if i just had to do this and and stay on and run back and forth to these i would much rather go to a church park in the parking lot and hand out water and sure. interact with people and interact with people. That, that's me personally. Some We have seen guys, I have been, well, the last guy, he sat in his truck and, and slept. Hey, I'm <laughs> here to help y'all. You know? Yep. I, I'm being paid to... It, it pays the same, okay? Yep, yep. Um, it, it, you know, what can I say? I just, I would rather... They called me up right now and said back under the water and go down and, and bring the empty trailer back to blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, sure. I'm all right with that. Let's go do it. Tell me about your, uh, your you were telling me about your friend from uh, Shreveport. I believe he's also with um, Landstar. And you guys worked at uh, that first hurricane. You were telling me about uh, Isabel and uh, around Norfolk uh, together yes, when you did. first started. And you guys are together on this one, right? Well, we have been together on, we have lost count. Uh, okay. it, it hasn't been, we haven't been together. We've all worked, we've worked about the same amount of hurricanes because he lives north of uh, Camp Beauregard there in Alexandria, Louisiana. Um, okay. You know, we have worked quite a few together. And uh, uh, I've, I've worked with some of the Landstar regional people that come in to be our, our point of contact in a lot of these. But yeah, James and I, and it's, you can run in pairs a lot of times when like we did coming down. Well, that way, you know, something happens. Somebody helps the other break down. You, you know, you just, yep. it's another, another somebody there to help. But yeah, James, I had not been with Landstar, uh, probably about just six, seven months when, uh, we ended up going up to, uh, uh up to Norfolk up there and, Camped out by each other at, at uh, Fort Eustis, Virginia, for about a month while we was working that hurricane up there and, and uh, taking ice and and water to to the people out there. James feels the same way I do. He he, uh, uh, you know, just get out there and help folks. You know, oh, he's got a little tiny truck number. He's been here twenty three years, something like that. Okay. Matter of fact, I had uh, when you'd, you'd ask about how we find out about some of this, you know, and, and I had sure. an agent call me 
that is, is does some of the fame work, has contacts, you know, to, to, to procure some of the work. And, um, because I was around Fort Worth, you know, they, they was, they're just looking to see who's home. And, um, so then I called James and I said, Hey, this agent has, (laughs) did you know? And, And I said, where you at? He said, well, I'm at home. I said, did you know? And so he calls, calls me back. He said, we're on another one together, brother. <laughs> so, so here we are Sunday night. Now we're talking to each other on the phone. I'm coming down I 35 out of Fort Worth and he is cutting through the woods. And I had really decent weather. I didn't run into any rain until Austin and poor James running the, the two lane from, from over by Shreveport, cutting through the woods <laughs> and, and towards I 35. And, and he says, man, he says, I ain't doing but about 50 mile an hour. He said, it's raining. I can't hardly see, you know, and it's dark, which yeah. makes life miserable too, you know. So, yep. yeah, we met up yesterday morning and old home week. <laughs> Here we are yeah, again. Yeah. He had to actually come through the outer edge of the storm to get to where you guys are. Yeah, he did. Where I was lucky, I just got, a, you know, just yep. a little bit of rain, nothing, you know, intermittent wiper type rain. Or James, yep. it was. A, it was a, boy, I wished I'd have rain next to my windshield before I left the house. <laughs> <laughs>